If you're thinking, I should go for a run today, but it looks like it could rain, Sierra says, save on epic rain jackets. If you're also thinking, but I can't go out in these beat up old running shoes, Sierra says, save on top brand running shoes. And if you're still thinking, but I'm also busy performing brain surgery, well then we say, you really should have led with that. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now, go. Your skin refuses to be defined by age. That's why Agency designed Future Formula, a personalized anti-aging formula prescribed by a dermatology provider to treat fine lines, wrinkles, dark spots, and more. Agency has clinically proven ingredients like tretinoin, which is up to 20 times stronger than over-the-counter retinol. Future Formula by Agency. Get your first month free at withagency.com. That's W-I-T-H-A-G-E-N-C-Y.com. $4.95 shipping and handling subject to consultation. Subscription required. Cancel anytime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, yeah, what do you want? Beak or jaws, feathers or fur, sharp teeth or feet with claws, whatever's preferred. They'll grant you all last requests to steady your nerves, then podcast the body parts, get severed and served. Bring your weak shit where the wolf and owler. That ain't just a mistake, that's an awful howler. Both of them are known to pull up at your shows, have the crowd witnessing the murder like they rolled in with a gang of crows. Fuck the censorship, let them see the whole thing. They stay dressed to kill, never sheep's clothing. Dark enough to turn the sun to the moon, you'll see nothing. All you hear's a half a puff and a Expect killings, red spilling and flesh ripping Impressive in it, the death bringing his head spinning Just kidding, every word in his song's about two grown men Dressed up as a bird and a dog Hello and welcome to the Wolf and Owl. How you yo, doing? Yo, 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 put your cheese together because you got yourself a baguette. I'm really excited uh, about the fact that every week we record these on video and do fuck all with the videos. You, you know what? It's so weird. We've just got such a backlog of these videos now. I know. It's like my, it's, the only thing on my, on my laptop now is these videos and obviously like my porn history. It's literally. <laughs> yeah, because your porn history would signify the fact that like, the back, your background has changed from hotel room to hotel room. I know. Like mine has pretty much consistently stayed the same. Mm. And, I, and I don't, yeah. sometimes I don't know what to wank over, the porn or just some, one of the videos of us doing this. <laughs> uh, I love that uh, artwork in the back of that. Uh, what is that? Just the picture uh, of a big bottle of champagne? Yeah. It's because I'm in a duvet. All the hotel rooms are named Oof, after wine. Nice. Nice guy. Look at hell. My guy living that ritzy life. Well, actually, it's, it's, uh, so I'm in Cheltenham right now. And um yeah, yeah. and I, I, at the venue last night, the guy told me that um, I, I'm, I'm, it sounds like I'm gonna slag off. To, Divan's a very nice hotel, but he said to me, "Oh, you're yeah. staying at the Divan? I thought you'd be staying at like the Mount Maison, one of the other nicer ones in town." So like, he sort of implied to me that I was slumming it in the Divan. But Divan's a nice hotel, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, mate. Yeah, I mean, look, mate, you've got a massive picture of a bottle of champagne. Yeah. Above your bed. That would signify that, yeah. yeah. To, to, to just sort of wake up and look and see a bottle of champagne and you think, yeah, this is my life. <laughs> Woo! Did you have any champagne after the gig last night? No. I'll tell you what I did, did, you... I, did oh, I, had a, I had a rum and ginger. Oh! Yeah? That's a nice. Ginger like ale. That? Ginger ale? Yeah, ginger ale. What do you think you of that? You ginger ale or ginger beer, can't you? Ginger beer's too much, isn't it? Ginger, it's too gassy. It's, it's too, too gassy. It's too. Men of our age, that you're asking for, to, basically what you're asking is to enjoy a drink and then within an hour lie in bed and consider the fact you might be having a heart attack. Yeah, you have to put a do not disturb sign on the door because you cannot you cannot bear like, the staff having to walk into your fucking chemical weapon that you've left in the room from mate, last night. Mate, I'll tell you, if you want a chemical weapon, yeah, go on. I had a shop brought katsu curry last night, right? Mm. Hold on, hold uh, on, hold on. Ready made? Yeah, ready made. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's what that's it what was, shop bought is. Sorry, I've, I've done yeah, a tom, yeah. I've done a tom there. Go on. Yeah, it's um we had done uh, a tom. Um, we uh we had like as sad as it seems, we were like, oh, we'll get Gracie down and then we'll watch a film together and we'll just and then Catherine was like, instead of getting a takeaway, because we absolutely blitz all the takeaways around here, she just went to the supermarket and grabbed some bits that we could cook 
ready meals, and it's just not the same, is it? And like my stomach, honestly, it, I, at the moment, uh, I'm in the I'm in the bedroom with Grace at the moment, mm. um, and genuinely, she woke up crying because a fart had done. I, I can't think of there's any other reason. She, and she was looking at me in utter disgust. Yeah, like what are you, you big fat slob? Like. It's, it's, it's interesting, isn't it? Because they talk about skin-to-skin contact and getting your baby used to the sound of your voice. And, and very rarely do you hear them say you need to get them used to the sort of the smells that emit from your body as well. It's good, it's good training guffs. for her. It's good training for her. Mate, well, I can feel like just saying, you know, now you know what I'm getting quite a lot of the time, Gracie. Yeah. Now you know what I'm getting. <laughs> but it, it's, man, it was like, even now, I'm, it's brutal. Because basically, right, I've been... Um, so, you know, I went and had uh, my prostate done and all that sort of stuff, right? Mm. Uh, so I've, uh, I basically went, because I'm a hypochondriac, I was like, oh, shit, a friend of mine that had, like, some stomach problems. Yeah. And I then got into my head, like, oh, shit, I get that a little bit too. So I've, like, basically gone and had loads of tests. And I haven't got any of the, the, the worst ones you could get. But what he said to me is basically, he's like, you've got, like, a flaring in your stomach. Uh, so we're going to do a colonoscopy, you know, like the one where they put a camera up your butt. Yeah, it's going to. I mean, uh, how many, how many anal sort of invasions are you going to have now? I like, like, is this like the fourth or fifth time now this is happening? <laughs> Maybe I'm addicted. Like the fucking M25, Maybe... your arsehole. <laughs> Maybe it's like I've given up drink, and that's my new fucking thing. <laughs> just like, just like, just cat going, Tom, listen. Um, obviously I, I do care about your health and your well-being, but I think you might be, I think you might be addicted to having anal examinations. <laughs> so, no, so honestly, I genuinely, genuinely, I think there is an issue. I need to have it checked out. I think I just need one more thing just stuck up my butt to confirm that it's all right. <laughs> you know what, Doctor? Don't worry. Do you know what? Actually, don't worry about getting the actual tiny camera. I've actually, I've actually at home, I figured out you can actually get an iPhone up there. If you want to give that a go. <laughs> After you've had your fucking elbow up there, mate. <laughs> Uh, it's it's i tell you the, the the thing right is there's a part of me as well that thinks is he pr- like pay playing on the fact i'm a hypochondriac to get me to do more stuff like to see how mean? far he can push me what was it well, like, is he saying i want to see if you're real suck me off i want to see what happens if um, yeah, see, yeah. i want to see i want to see how i want to see how limber you are so just bend over and just have your back door smashed in and we'll say and I'll be able to tell you what's up with you afterwards. He's just whispering to his mate. I don't I understand what I, I don't understand what advantage he'd be getting from from you no. being a hypochondriac. No, I just think maybe like you know, like people in life, right? There's got to be the odd. Yeah, you know, he might he might just be thinking like this guy here is so naive. He'll he'll literally believe anything. Mm. Yeah, I, 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 I don't want to cast aspersions on the medical profession, but there must have been at least kind of one instance in the history of medicine where doctors have just gone. They've had like a bet with a mate to see what they can get a patient to do, and you know. Yeah, like, I mean, there's probably how quite far they can push. Sinister, yeah, yeah I, 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 as I said it, I sort of thought I don't want to get too dark here, but um, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I mean, like funny dark. things. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like a massive oath who comes in, and then they're just like, all right, yeah, let's just see how far we can push. One of the one of the tests that we've got to do is we, we, you you have to be able to say the alphabet backwards while with with your finger up your arsehole. <laughs> if you can do that, it's it's quite a common test. I didn't know you were on TikTok, Doctor. <laughs> it's like you put like so much faith into it. Like, I mean, they're incredible, man. Shout out to the doctors, and he's just—he's a sweet guy. And he could see that. The only thing he did as well, he turned around to me. He went, "He went, um, your cow proteins are very high. Your and what proteins? Like, cow proteins. Cow, cow, cow. See, oh, cow. Okay, cow, cow. And I went, um." You thought, yeah, cow proteins. Fucking hell. What I, you think, I, like, I, I thought beef? you might have some sort of bovine quality to it. Yeah, oh my God, you must eat loads of beef. Yeah. I knew it, meat eaters. Got <laughs> undigested red meat in the bowel. <laughs> Lisa, it's me. I've just spoke to Tom. If you eat too much beef, you get cow, cow proteins. Your face. You look so disgusted in yourself. <laughs> It's just, uh, just sort of watching the relish which you did that fucking impression there. You got really close up to the camera. It's fucking horrible. Yeah, you, you, your head took up the entire frame. <laughs> I was dribbling. You look like fucking. Do you remember Krang out of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? <laughs> <laughs> what a 
one observation. Your fucking oh face, my God. Rectangle <laughs> face at the screen. Wasn't Crane just like a big brain that was in someone's stomach? <laughs> 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 it's like your voice has been a character in every cartoon. I know. That oh, snake yeah. from uh, Robin Hood. <laughs> anyway, go on. Sorry. He said the cow, pro- cow proteins were high. Mm. Yeah. Because your cow proteins are very high. I was like, oh, shit, really? And then I was like, what cow proteins? And he just went, put up his two fingers. He went, just give me a second. And then he just went to something on his laptop. And honestly, he spent about five minutes looking at something. And he went, yeah, well, no, yeah, there's nothing. It's just something we need to look at just just to sort of see, like, there's inflammation of your stomach, basically. So I've got to do that. What are you intimating by him? Are you suggesting that he didn't really know the answer and he Googled it? Is that what you're suggesting? Well, yeah, that or he just thought, oh, I'm going to keep this guy waiting. Right. I just, I was genuinely like white as a ghost. I was just sitting there, sh- sh- like, what are cow proteins? He was like, sh- 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 give, give me mm. a second. I mean, he could have been playing championship manager for all I know. <laughs> it's just like in the FA Cup final with fucking Grimsby. Just shut up. Just give me a tip. I, I, I can't I, I, I've had a, a lot of. Um, I need to go to the doctor and get like a checkup or something. But I, I find you should get an all over body check. By the yeah, way, yeah, I did do a while ago. That's a, you know when we're doing just another immigrant. Yeah, we were doing this thing as part of the show. Well, I had to, they basically, I had to put on some swimming trunks and like I lay on this, like it looked like, um, you know, like a, a fry basket. It's like, it was like that. Yeah, and they yeah, yeah, they yeah, dipped yeah. me into like a tank full of water. What, and head I, and all? Yeah, everything. And, and, and they would measure, they measured my complete body fat from that, right? And like, um, and I was at my biggest then as well. And the whole thing was like part of this, like trying to get fit and trying to get, trim for america right because the whole premise yeah, of the yeah, show yeah. is breaking america so then we did the filming it was really fucking embarrassing being in the swimming trunks because they're really tight the swimming trunks and yeah, of course they are because yeah. someone thinks it's funny yeah exactly to do that exactly to so they're all loving it like like lisa was in the like it, it was in a kind of mobile kind of it was in a trailer thing right and lisa i'll never fi- i don't think i've never mentioned it to her but i'll never forget the look on her face when i came out from behind the changing thing she just looks because if that's like me, you and Rob are all the same. That's always going to be the joke, right? And if yeah. it's any of us, there's an element of like, oh, it's all the you know, it's mates and whatever, and we can. But when it's your actual wife, and then she's watching the fact that the joke is on. Clearly, she, you know, Lisa's a very intelligent woman. Mm. That's the same with Catherine. Catherine will sometimes go to me. I'm like, why do you put yourself through that? Yeah, but it's just like I just, I just sort of as I look came out, I just thought Lisa was like looking at me like, I have, I am in a marriage with a man whose body is a punchline. <laughs> also, right, I that, bet there was like a really cool, sexy doctor there as well. Yeah, yeah. They were all fucking ripped and whatever. Anyway, so we did the thing. They dipped me in the thing and my body fat was like insanely high. And then at the end of it, Ben, the director, you know Ben, obviously, uh, yeah, he yeah, said yeah. to me, uh, the, the, Rom, he took me to one side and he goes, Rom, the guy actually wants to, to have a word with you. Oh, um, shit. Like off camera. And I was like, okay. And then, like, he fucking basically started telling me that I, w- I didn't have a... Uh, like, I my longevity was fucking under threat because of the way that my body was and shit like that. And, Fuck. like, all of these... All of my... Like, all of my figures and data were suggesting that, like, I was completely fucked and all this sort of stuff. And then I, it really spun me out. Like, the way he was course, talking man. was, like, it was fucking mad, right? So then I was like, shit. I started, like, really, like, getting concerned. Um, and then... I was like, fuck, I've got to get myself sorted out. I've got to get myself sorted out. And then a few months later, no, not a few months later, a couple of weeks later, we had to do this Navy SEALs training as part of the same show. And because it's so intense, we had to have another health check to make sure that, like, you know, they didn't want one of us to drop dead. Lisa and I were both doing it. So they like they had to yeah. check. And basically, I went to the other doctor, this other doctor to have a health check. And he said to me, you're totally fine. Like, he goes, you're carrying a bit of extra body fat. He goes, but you're all fine. And it turns out this other guy, I think, was angling to be in the show more. Do you know what I mean? Oh, so, really? so, so what he'd oh, done was a like, piece of shit. Well, I think like, that's the only thing I can figure out that he was doing because, like, he really properly, like, fucking, you know, like, um, you know, like when you see a dramatized health yeah, show yeah, yeah. where they like fucking, you know, this isn't a joke. Like, you know, he was sort of, yeah. like, like, he's basically like, at Middleton, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but that, like was, what, that, was, that was what it was like. Yeah, yeah, but it yeah. was off camera, so I was like, I fucking, it spun me the fuck out. But, and, then, but like, he was probably like thinking Ben Green or like, and shout out Ben G, absolutely, yeah. or someone like producer's going to go, hey, this is another angle. If we yeah, can get yeah, this yeah, fucking, yeah, you know, yeah, absolute fucking helmet on there. Yeah. So Ben was like a bit upset and worried because like, obviously he's thinking, fucking hell, like Rom's in serious trouble here. 
And then, yeah. um, and then later on, we discover that not, not listen. The the other doctor didn't go. You're fucking tip top. There's absolutely. I mean, if if he'd have said that, there's some yeah. other questions to be asked about his qualifications. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? Yeah. He said to, he said to me like, you know, you could do a shift in a few pounds, but he goes, but like, there's you, you're fine. You're Was fine. it a visceral fat thing? Yeah, because that's the that's a motherfucker, man. Visceral fat is the worst thing. Yeah, and 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 the the other thing that really concerns me, fucking, it, that really concerns me is my fat, the way my body is. When you read uh, all of the things about the worst possible type of fat, yeah, the way that you yeah. carry, I I tick all of the boxes for like yeah. having a heart attack before I'm fifty, like e- yeah. like everything, man. So it's like, fuck. and also me and you both su- suffer with such anxiety and all the other fucking mental health problems that we have. Mm. Like that, that's literally just like what what's going on inside us, like internally around our heart, our lungs, and our stomach is also rotting away at our brains. So I guess what we're saying, guys, is goodbye from the Wolf on Now. This is probably going to be the last episode. <laughs> you know the worst thing, right? You know, this is the worst thing about going to the doctor. So yeah. I had like, um, so I had a CT scan. Have you ever had one of those? No. So basically, you can't eat three hours before, before the... Uh, Jesus CT scan. Christ. That must and be then, one of the most um, traumatic periods of your life. Yeah, yeah, I know three hours was tough. But um then they put they run an ink through all your veins basically, and then they can see like blockages and whatever, and, and they can have a look inside like all your through your blood system and all that. Right. I got on the fucking thing. I had to wear my face mask, and when they put like the um catheter or whatever it is in there, right, into your arm, it basically they they press a button and then ink just flushes through your blood, right? Right. I literally wanted to throw out so and it feels like you've pissed your pants when it happens. Why? You feel like it's fit. The the dice the same to you. So you the guy went, right. Don't worry, mate, you're gonna feel like you've pissed your pants, but you won't have. Okay. Uh, and I was like, <laughs> yeah. And then uh, he was like, um uh, and you might feel a little bit woozy and a bit weird and all that, but don't worry, you'll be fine, pal, you'll be fine. Right. So it comes through and then I think I'm pissed in my pants. So that freaks me out. I have a massive anxiety attack. So and then I start being sick. And then they had a steward's inquiry about when I last ate. They were like, you've definitely looking at the sick. Like they think they were like, you, you've eaten within the three hours. And I was like, no, I, haven't. I swear I haven't. And they were like, when did you last eat? And this is the most embarrassing thing. I generally didn't think I'd get through fucking three hours right without drinking. Right. So the thing was, the thing was like at what, like I think one o'clock and I ate at fucking, so it would have been like 9.59 I had like a massive load of food because I didn't think I'd get through three hours with that. Catherine was like, you haven't got to eat a full English. Like, you'll get to, right, to be fair, three hours, like you, most people will be able to get through fucking from breakfast to lunch without eating anything anyway. Yeah. Some people, some people will do that having forgotten about it because yeah. they like, normally, they oh, go man. through the period of like that without eating all the time. <laughs> like for three hours. Yeah. You know, some people have to fast for fucking like, for like for medical procedures for like fucking a day. Yeah. Can you imagine if I had to do that? Since Grace has been born, I wake up at night and have something to eat. It's fucking embarrassing. <laughs> so, so what's going to happen then? Are you, have you got uh, when you? I've, have got you... The, I've got the colonoscopy, so I'm going to have the uh, the camera at the butt. Hmm. It should be interesting. Maybe I'll, I'll video it for the. Um, I'll get a copy of it and put it up on the sort of wall for now. Uh, when we had the when I did the. Uh... And we've talked about this before in here, but when I did the colonic irrigation with Rob for Rob and Run Versus, yeah. I just found I found it to be filled with water. I found it incredibly uncomfortable and yeah, unsettling. Yeah. It took me actually it took me a while to recover from it. To be honest, with they you. give you these laxatives called Picolax. Mm. Remember when we worked together in um, Manchester and I told you about the Picolax thing? What that every now and again you basically you basically lock yourself in at home for a weekend. Have some yeah. Picolax and then just fucking evacuate for a weekend in its entirety. Yeah, yeah just because I, I someone told me red meat lasts inside of you for like months. I knew it. So red meat lasts inside of you for how long? I think it's two or three months. So if I ever go out, I used to, I went for a phase of like whenever I had a like a big steak or something mm. or like a lamb stew, I'd then like maybe a weekend after I'd get freaked out about the thought of the meat rotting inside of me. Mm. So I'd just have like a um. Yeah, I'd have a little pickle axe and then just shit. 
So, so you have a pickle act. How many pickle acts are you smashing back? Oh no, no, I wouldn't go crazy. I don't Be- before we get no. into before we get into this section, can we just say we do not we we strongly no, 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 advise no, no, no. that anybody listening does not follow suit in doing this. Do I'm not gonna... do this. It's something and like we're probably actually one of the reasons now I'm going through all the the problems I'm going with my stomach. But uh, so yeah, so got... so f- so you were worried about rotting red meat in your stomach. Right? Yeah. So what would you yeah. do? So I'd literally. <laughs> I'd take a weekend yeah. and I'd sort of just take it, strike it off the diary. I'd like on a Friday, um, I'd sort of just get into the old flat that I used to live in. I can, you know, chill out. I've quite a bit Did, of water. Who, were you street. living on your own? No, I was living with uh, a mate. Oh one. my God. <laughs> um, but I had an ensuite toilet. So what a, what a weekend of... for that friend, by the way. Just <laughs> <laughs> like, um, do you want to come back? Should we go back to yours, Frederick? Do you know what? Can we just leave it because it's uh, it's actually Tom's purging. Flat, <laughs> just not just the flat. That whole fucking block of flat stinks of shit. Sorry, is it, it's, no, a, it's, to... it's a it's a building being fumigated. No, it's uh, Tom had a steak last week and he's uh, he's having a he's had a panic attack about it. <laughs> he had a steak and a Big Mac. Now he's just trying to clear himself out. <laughs> So you get so you, so you Friday after work you get in right. Is this yeah, is this is this pre comedy? Uh, no, 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 it was yeah pre comedy, and then once once up for my first met because I remember when I first met you, I was still doing it. I was yeah, trying to get you. I remember. I, I think I think you're about to embark on a weekend. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Showing off. <laughs> yeah, probably going to get myself about eight liters of water. What you do? You go, are you it. going out? Oh, you mug. No, I, <laughs> yeah. I, no, that's not that's not for me anymore. Do you know what I like to do over weekend? Just take a couple of pickle and have a fucking clear out. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, I'm going to have to cancel doing the store this weekend because I've just got a fucking pickle axe to shit out myself. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> so then I just, yeah, I just buy a shit ton of water, bottles of water, mm. right? I don't know sweets, so I knew that I wouldn't like, and then just sort of like get sort of healthiest snacks sort of stuff that I could sort of like live off like uh, in my room and sort of, yeah, fucking hit that pickle axe and just let it fucking s- slip through me. How long, and, between, uh, let... how long between pickle axe and launch, first launch? Uh, 20, 20, I reckon 20 minutes, 25 minutes. You'd have, what, you, what you'd have is like, you know, when you get a storm, right? And you'll get that sort of thing when you know a storm's coming, the sort of clouds will darken. Mm. You might get a little bit of rain. Yeah. And then the hailstones, and then the fucking real fucking the the grit of the storm comes. Yeah. So yeah, that first one is like, oh, here we go, strap in, the pickle axe is taking hold. I mean, you're shitting for what? How long? Uh, I reckon anywhere between twenty four and sort of thirty six hours, really. To but but, really but how, how intense? I mean, how how much? Oh, of that mate, time you're, you're... in that time, you're really fucking. Let loose in, yeah, yeah. And how really does it have... feel good afterwards? How, does, how good does it feel? Oh, afterwards? mate, you feel if as long as you look. I'm saying now, no one should do this. No, no one should do this. It's it's a stupid thing to do. It's a ridiculously stupid thing. Like, I feel embarrassed now talking about. It. But as long as you hydrate, as I was hydrating myself through it, yeah, and uh, and also I was like eating stuff that wasn't red meat during it as well. Well done. I mean, it'd be an absolute nightmare if you're having a fucking steak slice as you sat on the toilet. <laughs> Oh god, that's two weekends out. <laughs> Just cancelling plans mid shit. Yeah, oh, no, I've, only, I've, I've fucked up. I've only gone and had a pepper army. Uh, no, pepper army's white meat, mate. What? Pepper army's white meat. What's in a pepper pork, army? Pork, isn't it? It's pork. Is pork white meat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, is it? Bless you. Oh, yeah, you're I didn't so know cute. That. So, what, yeah, what is red meat and what's white meat? Lamb and beef are your red meats. Turkey, pork, oh. chicken. There you white Pork meats. is white meat. Mm-hmm. Wow, um, you're thinking about sausages, aren't you? It's it's um, pork is classified as red meat. That's all I can see here, Tom. Uh, when I've googled what? it, no way. That's freaking ridiculous. Pork is red, considered red meat. Some cuts of pork are considered white under the culinary definition, but all pork oh. is considered red meat in nutritional studies. So, does that mean? To, do you mean to tell me, Tom, that you've <laughs> you've had weekends on the pork and not purged? Mate, I'm genuinely the fucking absolutely shocked. No, because one of the things I'd have eaten is I'd have had a bacon sandwich the morning of the purge to get the salt intake out. <laughs> fucking hell. You fucking idiot. 
It, it, you know the thing that fucks me off? The thing that really yeah. winds me up is when, yeah. right, there's just no fucking, they, they should just call it something else rather than red meat and white meat then because pork is the whitest of all the meats. Yeah, I don't, I don't. Well, apparently some cuts are considered white meat, but I mean, I don't, you know. Oh, it's fucking pigs, man. That is the trouble with pigs. Has that fucked you off? Yeah, of course it has. Maybe the fucking, that's the one thing that I thought I had over I just, you. I do, I do partly, I do partly think, I, I don't understand how you could look at a pig and think that eating that is a healthy option. Do you know what I mean? Like, no, look at it. no. Do you know what I mean? Like, no. You know, yeah. I think, yeah, bless pigs. There, I look at them with such, they, they fuck me off sometimes. But, like, I do, I do love what they're about. Mm. Well, just why do they of... fuck you off sometimes? I know you just got angry because you didn't know what type of meat they were, but how else have they fucked you <laughs> no, off? No, because I think they're slightly arrogant at times. They've got that slight ar- Well, they, if, if you ever walk past, like, cows are always, and sheep are just frightened of everything, right? Is it, it, is it testament to how mental you are that I'm starting to feel deja vu that we, you might have said something like this before? But go on, tell me. So, what, pigs are arrogant. Why are pigs arrogant? They, no, I, and not, I mean this in the best possible way. Sure. Is it they, they just don't care what anyone thinks. So just like you know, the other week we were at, like we went to a farmyard with Grace and like all the other animals. You sort of like you know you know where you're at with them, but pigs have to think are sort of like you know they just they just they fucking walk in their own. What, sort what, of... what you just said means absolutely nothing. So so when you walk past right. the yard, when you walk when did past... you last go to a farm? When did you last go to a farm? I can't. Even... I mean, farm park I go to all the time with the kids. So right. Have a little next time. Open your eyes and look around and take. I, it in. I do don't, look around. Don't just look at your phone. Like okay, you've fine. got to look at look right. at the different animals. So, okay, right? so tell me. Okay, so just tell me in detail, please, and be clear right. and can uh, and, and okay, precise. Okay. What 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 is the difference between when you walk past the cows and when you walk past the pigs, please? Right, cows are nervous as fuck. Right, they are really scared. Right, are they? when you look at yes, cows are terrified of everything. They're scared it's going to rain and all sorts. Right, they're really yeah, they're big. But they're fucking, they're very sensitive souls of cows, right? You'll get nothing from a cow and not just because it's terrified of you. Yeah. You know? um, I you're... was watching, I was watching Steph pack lunch a while ago. Right, show it off. <laughs> <laughs> I think it, no, or maybe it was this morning. I can't remember. It was, it was right. a show around that time. And a woman told like a 10 minute story about how she was nearly killed by cows. No, that would have been, um, that would have been um, Bullocks probably. No, it was cow. Right. Tom, I watched the thing. Don't fucking tell me what it was. No, I'm yeah, yeah, right. Right, cows she, are suck, mate. I, I'm sorry, I just can't believe that are cows. I think she's a liar. And I, you think like, she's a liar? She, she. So basically, what happens? It's a really long story. Yeah, but she got she sort of got trampled by some cows when they're walking through a field. Then they ended up. Having what to has she cro- been up to? Because that that does she's not. She's walking. Like cows through, she was on a, like a ramble or something like that. Well, had a gunshot gone off or something? Why? No, because no, they just cow, sort of. Right. <laughs> They'd got spooked by her, and then they started like moving towards them, and then she ended up falling over and getting trampled by them. And they ended up climbing a tree, and they were like, the cows were all around the bottom of the tree. They ended up staying there for about two hours. Really? Yeah. Where was this? Scotland or Ireland? I don't know. I don't know. Why does that matter? <laughs> no, because you sometimes you can go further afield, and there's more. Of, there, there are cows that have got a bit more aggression to them. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Welcome to but... things Tom's making up on the. <laughs> On the cut, off the cuff. Go on. Anyway, so go on. So, so cows. Right. There's nothing about cows. They'd never do anything. Yeah, right. So cows. Like you know that thing of like, like fight, flight, or um, freeze. Fight, flight, or freeze. Right. Yeah. I didn't yeah. know flight, fight, or freeze. I only knew fight or flight. But so I've learned. Yeah, yeah. That. Well, freeze is also throw that in the mix, right? Mm. So cows are all gonna, just going to freeze. Oh no, fuck. Oh shit. Right. They're just you know sweet, sweet souls. That's all, the best I can say about cows. Right. Let them be on their way. Right. Sheep are flight. They're just going to run away. As soon as you like walk near a sheep, they'll just sprint off, don't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I think probably 5 10% of the world's population ever has ever stroked a sheep. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? Well, bearing in mind, last week, you didn't even know what the fucking world's population was, but to the nearest. <laughs> no. Nearest, right, saying- not only did you not know what the world's population was, even when I told you, you didn't know how many there were because you had no idea what a billion was. Right, yeah, you're still you. using it as a, as a as a measure for your right. for your facts. cows. You can stroke, I think. Pretty you, like I even say that you'd be able to walk up to a cow and stroke it. What do you mean, even stand. I would? <laughs> no, because you're scared of animals, right? I'm not. First of all, I'm not scared of animals. Right, I'm not scared of animals. 
<laughs> Mate, I would love to see you shit yourself at a farm, right? You would love to see me shit myself at a farm. Yeah, like, no, we should go to a farm together just to see how you cope. Right. Okay, so you can stroke a cow, even I would be. Let's just assume that what you're saying has some sort of fucking right. value. Then right? you've got sheep that will just sprint off, right? Okay. okay, chickens are just mental. I mean, they're just zany fuckers, right? They're just running around the whole time. Right, they don't even know what's going on. They're just like, is it, okay, can I just ask, is this based on what you know about the animals or are you just recalling a cartoon you watched? Horses are the friendliest, right? Oh They'll come up. God, <laughs> this is just such bollocks. Right, and then you'll see a pig, right? And when you see the pig, right, what you'll realise is the pig is like, I don't give a fuck, mate. I do not give what a fuck. What are you just, talking about? What is a pig just, that, <laughs> What is it doing differently? A pig will make eye contact with you, like someone who's cool, who's walking down the street, who's wearing something really edgy and fucking hip, right? It'll probably give you a bit of a nod, as if to say, you're all right. The only thing I'd, I'd say, pigs and hippos are the two animals I've got. They're very much alike. And I'd, you know, shout them both out. Shout them both out? You've just been slagging them off. <laughs> no, no, but yeah, in a way, I sort of dig them in a way. But yeah, that's what mm. I'm saying. Okay. So anyway, yeah. listen, we, we haven't finished this. Uh, we've digressed from a story about you spending 48 hours shitting. Yeah. So so you, you finish doing that and then you feel great, yeah? Mate, you feel incredible. And then how, it, how often... Uh, we... Look, I say you feel amazing, but then I do worry what it's doing to you. You shouldn't do it. No, you absolutely. Let's be absolutely crystal clear. I probably did it every. If I'm on, if I'm honest, I probably did it like every six months. Okay. Yeah. And did anyone and tell then, you to do that? Because this this is something you just made up doing, right? Uh, a guy used to work told me to do it. Yeah, he's dead now. Poor bastard. She <laughs> actually, <laughs> actually shat himself to death. <laughs> but yeah, he used to do it, and he he was in incredible shape as well. So. Right. Yeah. I do think, I do recall seeing something on Instagram about some product that makes you like shit more or whatever, and it's going to be good for you. Yeah, but then what, what you realize, you know, what it's doing is, is getting rid of a lot of the good bacteria in your stomach. Mm. Could, could we get some, uh, just, just not that I don't trust what Tom's about to say medical wise about this. If there's anybody that actually has kind of any insight into this, we'd love to hear from you. Could yeah, you shout us out. But also, shout out Kefir as well. Oh, you love a Kefir, don't you? Everyone the other oh, day. Mate. Yeah, well, so nothing. what are they supposed to do? Uh, they just basically build up your good bacteria in your gut. Right, okay. Got it. Yeah, it's a really good thing. Okay. Uh, but I buy get shop brought kefir rather than try and make it yourself because it's an absolute fucking... What is it? What is in it? Uh, I don't actually know what's in it. Um, but uh, <laughs> Okay, so that's why trying to make it yourself would be so difficult, I imagine. No, no, but someone gave us like, like someone gave us this ball that you put in water and you basically sort of it sheds and you you, you get it makes kefir. Okay, so 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 look, what you want to say is, don't get kefir off one of your mates. That that doesn't mean people shouldn't try and make it at home. What you've done there, you've taken one example of how you bought a dried kefir ball off a mate, and it went badly wrong, and you're trying to turn that into a life lesson for everybody that listens to this. Okay, mate, take it take it or leave it, man. But all I'm saying is, yo, just just be careful. Yeah. Okay. So don't dilute a ball of kefir that one of Tom's friends is. No, no. Like basically, start off with a shop brought kefir, see if you like it, and then Google it and see if you can make. What it happened yourself. to this like this soluble kefir that you tried? It just sat in, in the end. It just ended up sitting in the fridge for ages and stinking out the house. <laughs> we just had to swerve it in the end. The number of times I have bought stuff, and it's just become a nuisance. Oh. Do, you, do you know what I mean? Like I buy something, put it in the, put it in the fridge, and then eventually Lisa sort of tolerates it for a few days, and then I, I, just after a little bit, she goes to me, "Can I just ask you something? Are you going to fucking eat that? Because <laughs> oh, every mate. time I open the fridge, it's there, and it's like leaking I've done on the other stuff." The freezer. Really? I brought all these healthy meals for the free, like because I was like, oh, yeah, I, I don't want to eat shit when you know, as a you know, as newborn parents of a newborn, let's you know, we'll get some really good like healthy meals in the freezer. Yeah, yeah. They're still there. I'm still having four curries a week and eight <laughs> McDonald's. Do you know what I mean? I've done that as well. Do you get the, yeah, the meals delivered? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm literally now just moving them out to get tubs of ice cream at the back. <laughs> it's just... I'm sure there's some Magnums in here somewhere. Yeah, yeah. But then there's a horrible... The, the other option is then you throw away a load of food, which is... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, I, I remember... The, yeah. I remember... Uh, my mum my and dad, right, were so obsessed... Not obsessed. They were so clear to hammer home the idea that you don't waste food, right? 
that I remember that one of the first things I used to be able to make was a, a, an omelette, right? So I used to, like every now and again, fat little Ramesh would go off. So I shouldn't talk about myself like that, but I would go off and make myself an omelette, right? Um, yeah. And I remember once, I didn't know what you put in omelette. Well, you know, I knew that you could chop up various bits and pieces. I chopped up mushrooms and put them in there before and stuff like yeah. that. And I remember chopping up cucumber to put in an omelette, right? Because <laughs> I didn't know like that that was like, that wasn't yeah, going to work. Yeah. And so I did it. Uh, and then I started eating it. And obviously it's fucking absolutely rancid. <laughs> and uh, I can't remember how old I was. Um, but I threw, I had to put, I threw the omelette in the bin because I couldn't face eating it because it's so disgusting. And then like, I sort of, <laughs> I sort of cried because I'd need to see wasted food. <laughs> Jesus. Well, it's like I have a Dickens Book. I know, and, and then you wonder why I've got you know body and weight issues. It's because any time that food goes in the bin rather than on my fucking gullet, I have an emotional crisis. Right, should we do some emails, my G? Let's do it, my brother. Uh, it. Okay. Um, the first thing um, we need to deal with before we really get into the emails is uh, last week we talked about wheels or doors. Oh, God. Yeah, I've we, had we, quite we, a... Yeah. Have you been atta- a I, I've been subjected to quite an intensive and ongoing yeah, attack yeah. by uh, yeah, both well, his I, email account and social media. Yeah. I will say now that uh, it seems like there's a fucking... <laughs> If wheels went to war with doors, doors would be fucked. There's no one out there shouting out doors. I know. Nobody. It's... In fact, we've got loads of emails in, but I'll read you the one that sort of most summarises uh, the issue. This is from... Uh, well, she's not said... Uh, Kate. It's from Kate. Um, I really thought two intellectuals like yourselves would see straight that it's very obviously wheels over doors. Let me elaborate. Lego is the biggest manufacturer of wheels in the world. Shopping trolleys have wheels, buggies and prams. 39.2 million vehicles in Britain, HGVs, bikes, cars, quad bikes, emergency service vehicles, all with steering wheels too. Buses with around four to 10 wheels and only one door. Roller skates, wheelbarrows, suitcases, and not to mention Heelys, which sold around 4.5 million pairs, some with two wheels per pair and some with four wheels per pair. Please see the light and don't be fooled. There really isn't that many doors to be honest. So, you know yeah. how, how I know it sounds like it, that's a whimsical question. Like the amount of absolute anger that you get towards it. You well, know, you're getting upset. Like, Just, you're, you're upset because we were wrong. No, no, no. I'm happy to be wrong. I, right. mate, I spend most of my life being wrong about stuff. Right, right, right. Okay. It's not like a new dawn or a new emotion that I'm going, oh my God, what is this feeling? I'm not fucking like David Attenborough for the first time. Like, oh shit, oh, what? I've got it wrong. Like, this, you're talking about someone who gets things wrong all the time. What I don't like is people... Sounds, go, like, sounds like you're really cool about being wrong, actually. really does. Anyway, go on. <laughs> sound, really, sound, just, really, sound really chilled out and casual about it. But anyway, if so. someone turned around to me and said, look, you're wrong, this is... A, this, it's, the, it's the genuine anger to, to us, like, getting it wrong. Because we both got it wrong, right? Yeah, we did, yeah. And, and, I, and, yeah. I, and I remember, like, we sort of... Uh, we both kind of were very definite about it. And we were like, God, there can't be any way that it's wheels. Get in touch if you've got an argument about wheels because I can't believe there is one. And actually, it turns out that we were absolute fucking idiots. Oh, man. And, and let me just say, we were wrong massively. Yeah. Well, I, I, want to apologize. I want to take this opportunity to apologise. Um, sorry for anybody who was upset by that. Um, we'd only just kind of explored the subject and topic. And uh, for people that have kind of spent the last few months thinking it's 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 wheels to then hear us so definitively talk about it as being doors it must have been upsetting so uh so i apologize on behalf of both tom and myself for that yeah yeah my apologies um to any what wheel happened? fans did you, did you get a particular message because you seem quite annoyed about this if you don't mind me saying i know i got probably about seven or eight that was just so angry <laughs> i'm like look at what's going on in the world at the moment um okay the next email is from the cockatiel oh i've been uh, waiting to hear from one of these it says dear wolf owl and the swan Love the pod. I'm a labourer and enjoy listening to you boys while I work. You're my favourite podcast. Here's the query I have. I wonder whether you sweet, sweet souls have any idea how to approach this. I'm a 40-year-old woman with a small friendship group of women around the same age. We met mainly through our children and have a great bond. Lots in common and enjoy each other's easy company. Following a night out last night, I found myself being uncomfortable, feeling uncomfortable with one of these women. Let's call her Jane. Jane is obsessed 
with dieting and losing weight. She looks good, always has, dresses well and wears her hair in a sharp bob. Very smart. But since Christmas, she's lost a stone by basically hardly eating. She's very proud of this weight loss and has even been telling strangers on surrounding tables of this achievement. All she wants is to be as small as possible. Now, the rest of us are average sizes, ranging from a dress size 10 to 12 as she is. Some of us are into fitness and strength training, some not, so we're all very different shapes. She spent the whole evening talking about this subject and nothing else, exercise, food, and actually demonising every food group at some point, swerving wildly from being proud of herself to picking her body apart piece by piece. If I hear the phrase back fat one more time, I'm going to vomit. She insists that she's to compete with the, she has to compete with the office full of 20-year-olds that she sees that she works with, and much as we try and tell her that she isn't in competition with anybody, she's far too down the rabbit hole to see it. A few times I attempted to venture the topic of travel. She's travelled extensively. This didn't work for more than a minute or two. Someone else tried discussing the latest box sets, but she wouldn't be drawn away from the miserable world of dieting with her number one goal to be thin. Jane's mother has spent her whole life struggling with an eating disorder and now in her 70s still does. Jane also has a five-year-old daughter and I can absolutely see history repeating itself. I do love Jane, but last night I found myself feeling sad, uncomfortable and actually a bit cross with her. As a bodybuilder myself, I wanted to shout, you aren't fed up with the number on the scale, you're fed up with the shape. Pick up some bloody weights and stop starving yourself. But I wouldn't do that. I don't know how to tackle this. I can't emphasize how normal she looks. There is no excess fat on this woman. I'm worried about her. Any ideas, please? I'd be grateful for your input. Keep doing you. Lots of love, the cockatiel. Wow, the cockatiel. Um, I mean, firstly, it, yeah, I think the thing that sums it up, at, for me anyway, is like they're sort of trying to compete with people who, uh, that, you know, younger people in the office, people that she sort of probably deems as looking at way uh, that, that she thinks she should look because of, you know, I guess like, you know, sort of the social media sort of flex that we live in. The, the truth of the matter is that the the eating and the, the weight is a, it's just a really sort of small part of it from a few people that, you know, I've known over the years who've had eating disorders and, and been in this sort of situation. It's usually a, sort of like, it usually comes back to sort of like self-loathing or, or sort of, like a sort of I mean look me, me and Ramesh have talked about this in, in quite a lot you know we've talked about it today it's like I I suffer myself with looking at myself in the mirror and feeling like genuinely like feeling disgusting and, and like feeling quite low about how I look um and you know and certainly in the last probably two years I've sort of tried to do that sort of saying about that and sometimes you can you can you can get sort of inside your head about this I think I think there's probably more going on and actually probably just pulling her aside on her own and actually having a sort of a heart to heart with her and sort of a bit of a chat about how she's actually feeling like what's going on aside the eating and sort of looking over every tiny thing like the way she is and actually just sort of taking a little bit of time just to sort of see how she is in herself um i'd say it's probably the way of doing it the cockatoo um but it's uh yeah man it's it's a it's a it's an absolute mindfuck man um, I would, uh, yeah, I agree with Tom. I, I, I would, uh, I would talk to her in a, in a polite, in in a kind of, uh, in a concerned way. Is the reason uh, you're so annoyed about it is because you're concerned about her and you care about her, but um, that obviously comes from deep seated insecurity, and 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 she's obviously got uh, issues. Do you know what I mean? And so um, it's a situation where you do need to, you probably do need to have a chat with her about it, and uh, in a sensitive way, and understand where she's coming from. Because Tom and I both know that you can't help but compare yourself, and like people often say to me, like you shouldn't think, you shouldn't talk about yourself like that. And, and sometimes I worry that Tom and I talking about ourselves like this is actually a negative thing because what we're doing is we're normalising talking yourself down. But but at the end of the day, we are just saying how we feel, and that's probably what this woman is doing. Um, and she's managed to kind of lose weight and feels a bit better about herself, and so that's all she can talk about. So. I think it's just a matter of having a chat with her, do you know what I mean? And and trying to maybe encourage her to figure out a way to get out of this uh, this mindset because it will it will it probably will pass on to a kid. One of the things that I get really worried about with our boys is um that I pass on my body issues to them. I, it would be I would hate for that to happen. And um you know, my mum's from a different generation and people know from like on TV and stuff like that, like my mum talking about my weight and shit. And it comes from a good place, but I, I don't. I, 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 I've told my mum not to ever comment on, or I've asked my mum not to ever comment on the boys and how they look physically because I don't want them to. Not that she would necessarily, but she. It, it's innocently done, isn't it? It's like, you know, she might say to one of the boys, "Oh, look, look how thin you're looking," and or whatever. I just don't. 
want them to hear that kind of chat. Do you know what I mean? So, so look, I, I, I'm sort of digressing a bit, but I think that the uh, I think you should probably chat, have a chat to her, have a have a have a supportive chat with her. Um, one to one, one to one, and it'll probably pay dividends. So, um, good luck, cockatiel. Please let us know how. And it you're goes. a good friend, so shout you out as well, yo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and a very well thought out email as well. You didn't just uh, smash that out. It's very uh, considered. Um, okay. Well constructed, I think you wanted to say. No, no. Uh, considered is the word I was looking for. I didn't. <laughs> I certainly wasn't looking for a worse suggestion for a word. No, in this context. <laughs> now, this next email is a bit more. Uh, well, look, I want to have a chat with you about this in general, actually, but we can, we can answer the question specifically. Hit me up, hit me, hit me. Uh, So this is from the Naked Mole Rat. Wow. And it says, what's happening, my guys? Hope you and both your families are well. I'm just making my way through the back catalogue of The Wolf and Owl. I've recently been rekindled with my love of caps and hats. I had loads when I was younger, but sadly dropped the collection as I grew up. I'm now married with kids, and as my boy isn't old enough yet to decide what he wears, I'm using them as a reason to buy hats, but I'm jealous. You two are always rocking a hat or a cap, and I need to know some place to grow my obsession. My wife won't thank you for any help. Thank you in advance. Uh, now, the reason this email has been selected, uh, Tom, is we've talked about your. We talked about the fact that you can yeah, wear any hat you want. Show number one. That's absolutely fine. My question. Oh my God, Tom! Yeah. I've just had a. I've just had a message from Lisa. Yeah. Charlie Ranganathan has scored in the football. Fucking oh, wow. come on! Oh bless him! <laughs> what sort of goal? Don't know. She just said. Uh, He's like got in touch. He wants to tell me. I'm going to give him a call after this. What a fucking oh, little a big moment. That's a big moment. Um, bless, bless, bless. Anyway, bless, bless. here's my question to you, Tom. Hit me, baby. Um, I read a thing about things that men over forty shouldn't wear, and the number one item on that list was the cap. A baseball cap. So here's, yes. So here's my question to you: Should we think about phasing caps out of our wardrobe? This is for the naked mole rat as well. I'm sitting. To you, I'm sitting talking to you now, wearing a cap. I don't think so. Um, I don't think so. I, I, it's a young person's. It's a young person's garment, is it? Or is I it don't think. I think you can wear it like as an older man. I think you can wear it and sort of like. I think. I, I don't know, man. I, I personally, I, it's. I, I can't ever see myself not wearing a baseball cap. Like genuinely, I love a cap. Like, yeah, it, it would seem insane for me not to, to. To there be a place in my life where you just. I'm just wearing flat caps or a fucking like bowler hat or whatever. It's sort of like, it, yeah. I, I think that's really ageist, man. I'm, I'm, I'm not, that's not I cool. do too. I do too. I do too. I, listen, I, I was Let asking... Let me just shout, because Leo DiCaprio is nearly 50, and he wears a fucking cap. Yeah. I mean, he has to, because he's trying to sleep with girls that are 17, 18. Do you know what I mean? so he's trying... <laughs> Look at you going in two-footed on Leo. <laughs> I'd love it if you got a film with Leo now, and he was really yeah. loved you, and then he just came over to you and, um, hey, I've been catching up with your... Um, Wolf and Al podcast. Oh, fucking hell. I know what you're going to say. Yeah. I was only having a joke, Leo. It just felt like something to say in the moment. If you weren't such a vulnerable piece of shit, I'd kick the fuck out of you. Oh, at least punch me in the face. I'm a bad pussy. You fucking owl motherfucker. Um... <laughs> So, so I look. I, I think you should be. Uh, look, I, I was asking rhetorically just because I saw this thing, but I think you should yeah. But also, it. shout out. Go and get yourself a cap. Go, and, you know, it's explore. Be adventurous. Let fucking. I want you to just fucking jump on the fucking wave of caps and hats, and you know, fucking try a bonnet on you crazy fuck. A beret. Just do what you think and just go with it. And uh, yeah, just maybe send in some pieces of you in different hats. To uh, the Wolf and Owl podcast, and yeah, we can yeah mm. <laughs> cheer us up. Um, there's loads of good places to to get. Laird Hutter, um, I want to shout out Laird Hatters. Right, okay, they're great. Yeah, uh, Tokyo time, we wear a lot of their yeah. hats. Um, uh, what I would say to you is, uh, don't skimp on a hat. No, right, because a, a, a shit quality cap will look shit. So, like, I, I think you will be unpleasantly surprised by how much caps can cost. Because, like, I, like you think they're going to be like. 20 quid or whatever and some of them are but it's worth paying extra to get a properly yeah, decent yeah, yeah. one do you know what I mean and find out your cap size as well and get a fit get a couple of fitteds in there yeah man in rotation yeah, yeah. love a fit shout out Faro Faro caps as well they're amazing yeah yeah and what I would say is get like um 
do not fall do not make the mistake that I do which is constantly buying the same color of cap I think like if you get a few di- I'm telling you this you get a nice little range of colors you can find yourself accentuating any outfit that you rock man boom, boom, a boom. little nice dash you know my favorite class my favorite color cap at the moment is a green cap mm, I love a green cap a bit of green cap mm, shout out yeah. keep real do what you gotta do shout out green caps is that what you want to do Tom just shout out every cap and everyone who's shout ever, and, every and every shout, shout do you know what shout hats you know what shout heads and everyone's who's I got you one today if you see someone who looks like they're probably over 40 and they're wearing a cap just walk over and go thank you because you're breaking boundaries okay this is exactly the sort of thing that you shouldn't be you, you know when um lisa and i were in america yeah we were having dinner with one of the execs i've told you this story i think but this is what this reminds me of uh we're having dinner with like one of the execs he's a white guy uh, and his kids, and Lisa and I with our kids. And this woman came over, and she goes, this is in an LA, and she goes, um, can I just say, I've been watching you the entire evening. This is why America is great. You having dinner with you, and it's not a thing. It's just two families having dinner together. And then she sort of walked off, and I just thought, what the fucking hell is going yeah, on? And that is what you've just encouraged. That's what you've just encouraged. I'm saying that if you, you see you, someone in 40 no, with because a... If, if, you're over, if you're over 40 and you're wearing a cap and then somebody comes up to you and goes, well done for breaking boundaries, that's your day ruined. Okay. <laughs> if someone comes up that to is me... Your, no, that is your day ruined. If someone comes okay? up to me, let me just say now, if I'll wear a cap all next week, every day, and if I'm wearing one, you see me just come up and go, hey... Fucking thank you for breaking boundaries. And I will shake yeah. you. And then what happened is people got to somebody and they'll go, listen, mate, I just wanted to say thank you so much for wearing a hat over 40 because you're breaking boundaries. And then that guy goes, I'm actually 34. Thanks for making me feel like shit about myself. Or, okay, here's it. Right. You, let's do a quick okay. example. Uh, you're walking okay, down so the I'm street. Walking, I'm walking along. Right. So am I me now? Or, no, no, no. You're, your name is Clark Davenport and you work in the city. Okay. And you. What city? London, city of London. Okay. okay. City of London. Yeah, okay. okay. And you just work walking right, to yeah. work. You've probably got, you know, yeah, a trench coat on, nice baseball cap. Yeah, you just yeah. got off the tube. Okay. Right. Oh, hello. Um, how are you? Yeah, hi. Yeah, hello. Yeah, you're right. Um uh, sorry to be obtuse, but I have a question for you. How old are you? Um well, I'm in a bit of actually how, I'm just sorry, on my way sir, to work. How old are you? Uh I'm I'm uh, forty three, why? Well, um I think you deserve a big pat on the back for a baseball cap and breaking boundaries. Um, okay. No, just do you. Um, do you. Okay, all right. Uh, yeah, all right, thanks. Uh, oh, God. Do you think that makes anyone feel better? What? Look. It's awful. That was an awful exchange. Also, picking one of the least friendly cities in the world to, to give it a go, by the way. Well, yeah, you can't travel and do it. Because L- L- Londoners famously love being stopped for a Mate, chat. I'm not saying... Oh, well, so, like, yeah, it's more sensible to idea to get a train to Geneva just to, so you can stop some of the baseball cap. Or, or actually, Tom, look, have a look around. There are other cities in the country apart from London. I know, I know. So it's not... It's not it, it, your two options aren't London or Geneva. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't go to London. I have to go to fucking Geneva then, won't I? It's an absolute nightmare. <laughs> What are you talking about? Uh, you frick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but go anywhere you want. Uh, Glasgow is probably a good place to go. Yeah, that is a good place, yeah. Walk around Glasgow telling people, well done for wearing a hat despite the fact you're old. <laughs> See what happens. Good luck. <laughs> this is from the Bald Badger. Wow. Uh, hi, Wolf and I love the podcast. Keeps me laughing every week. Um, hopefully a live audience up north soon to see Party Rom in full effect. Whoa, Party Rom. Um, I've just <laughs> I've just enjoyed a weekend down in London town and decided to take me and my girlfriend to the boat show at Tattershall Castle. Have you done that gig? No. Yeah. Oh, no, I have. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Years yeah, ago, yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely love the gig and love seeing new comedy uh, who I haven't seen before despite the random rocking from the boat. The acts were incredible and had great interaction with the crowd, which is amazing throughout, although there was a slight awkwardness at the end of the show with a crowd member who announced a family member of hers suffered from a disability to the end comic and ended up crying. The comic handled it very well and carried on perfectly making the boat roar with laughter. Having seen a few live shows, some audience members can influence the direction of the gig for good or worse. 
I was wondering if you both have either come up against an audience member who's heckled and been very funny and stole the show or caused such awkwardness that you had to really work hard to overcome this to keep the show afloat. Loving that live comedy is back, hoping to support the comedy circuit. Keep up the good work, good work guys. Loving the content. Tommy D, Tommy D. Oh, it's hard, isn't it? Because it's fucking, um, it's essentially heckling, right? He's talking about. Well, yes. Yeah. Uh, although I've noticed, I don't know if it's because... People are just excited to be back out, but I've been getting like echoes of encouragement on the oh, really? on the tour in, yeah. in a nice way. In a nice way, like yeah. just sort of like I'm trying to think of you know, like occasionally you get people shouting out, "We love you, mate," or, or whatever. Or, Go on, Rom, and shit like that. That's, That's that first, happens. Yeah, one right. I used to have on my left leg. I used to have like uh, sort of basically, I'd like like a sort of blood clot thing, right? And it made the veins look quite raised around my leg. Right, I've had it all done. It, you know, I've talked about. I think I talked about this on that on here before. Yeah. I was doing a gig once, and uh, it was in the summer in Edinburgh, and I had shorts on. And there's a woman in the front row who just were, was just talking for, as I was doing my set, and I could hear her sort of saying something. And I was like, "Are you okay?" And then she said, "If I had legs like that, I wouldn't wear shorts." Oh my god! Um, and I just it, it sort of threw me a little bit, but then you know I'm sort of threw you a little, threw you a little. Yeah, bit. yeah. But then I just started a, convers- it's a fucking conversation. But then the whole audience turned on her, like it was. It was. I oh, really. Yeah, and it was like, uh, and then I was kind of like, look, you know, I didn't want it to become that to become the thing, but it really became quite. It, you know what Edinburgh's like, right? It's, Edinburgh's a funny mm. place to. I, I I've never had much joy. It's you know, but it was quite boozy. It was an afternoon gig. And it, it was like a Saturday in a back, like in a pub type thing. And it really like turned the room. Like, yeah. like everything after that, even if a joke was landing, it was almost like everyone just felt so sorry for me. It's like, keep on, kind of like, keep on going, mate. Don't, and you're, not, you're yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm battling through type thing. I'm uh, <laughs> like, it was just a really horrible feeling. And then even worse was the sort of feeling like afterwards, going out into the pub and just like the audience being there and loads of people just coming up and going, mate, honestly, don't listen to her and all that, you know, da, da, da. And I, I did the worst thing of I explained what had happened to my leg. And then um, right. then that just made everyone feel even more sorry. Yeah, well me. done. No, that's good. That's good. You absolutely fucking turned the knife by explaining it was a condition. <laughs> no, but it was like, because like I, I, I'd never expected that to happen. I never thought anyone would say such a thing so horrible to to point out. Yeah. I just was oblivious. It's a mad thing to say. Yeah. I uh, I've got loads of heckling stories. I don't really have time to uh, to go into all of them. But I had one where I was doing I was in warm up for a show. Most of the time, when you have a heckler, you put them down once, and then that's it. It's over. You move on, right? I remember once I was warming up for this tour that I'm on now, and like I was kind of just desperate to try this material and I was still at the most anxious part of the tour where you're sort of the tour dates are about to start and you think have I got enough gearage I mean or is this stuff good enough it's like it's like the most nerve-wracking frightening part of the tour and I was in the middle of some something and this like a, a joke and a guy shouted out something and interrupted the gag right and it was like a bit I was desperately trying to like get to land and just because I don't know if it's t- of tiredness or just nervousness or just being anxiety about the show, but I just stopped and I went, um, it's really awkward. I just went, are you pleased with that, mate? And like the audience laughed. I go, are you pleased with your contribution? And like they laugh because they still think I'm just sort of joking around. And then I just go, like, the idea that you're sitting watching a show, I mean, you think of that shit thing to say. You've got so many opportunities to not say it, but yet your stupid fucking brain decided that it was okay to say that out loud and interrupt the show. Are you happy with what's happened? And it just got so oh, fucking wow. awkward. It was horrible, right? And like the thing was, in the moment, I felt like I was on, in the right. Do you know what I mean? But this guy's just, sh- this guy's just fucking having a night out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's just shouting something out. He doesn't expect to fucking... To, to, to basically instigate a breakdown from the comedian in, in, on the stage. I mean, and I sort of, and at first you were sort of laughing because I was sort of saying it in a bit of a funny way, but then I carried on. Yeah. And you could feel like, do you know, like out of a film where the laughter starts to subside and then it, and then it ends with me just ranting at the guy to silence. Yeah. And then basically. I fucking carried on. I had to build up the atmosphere again. Did the rest of the show. I had to fucking like apologise to the geezer at the end. Just what I mean, just yeah, like, I think we've all been there though. It was, man. It's horrible. Oh, awful. Because it put awful. It, in its nature, like 
Like heckling is one of those things where I think as soon as you start stand, everyone turns around and goes, oh, have you ever been heckled? Which is a yes, yeah. whoever you are, right? But like there is heckling where you go, oh, actually, it, it can inspire something. And you go, oh, fucking hell, that's, that's yeah, just yeah. giving you something different, right? I had it the other day. I, yeah. I um, shout out to um, Always Be Comedy. I did a gig there. I didn't really get heckled, but I was doing a bit of audience work and, and I was chatting to the geezer in the second row. And he said something that just inspired like a story that I'd never even thought of being funny, right? And ended up doing mm. a story that now you go, oh, actually, that works. And there's bits where audience, it can be the best thing ever, right? Yeah. But also, it like I've been in exactly that position. It's like that's why at the moment I've got, I, I, you have to go, what is your mental health doing? Because yeah, it's yeah. all well and good standing up on stage and like, you know, and you're like, you're one of the people that I look up to as, as a stand up. And like you all say, you've got to kind of be vulnerable when you're on stage because you, you've got to be honest, right? You've got to talk about stuff. Yeah. And that's how great stand up and great all the people that we love do, right? But there's also a side of that that if you're not 100% on it and you're there's little bits in your brain that aren't like functioning quite the way they should, something like that can deal right. Deal right. Like you can, it, it, yeah, you can just lead to a full fucking breakdown. It's fucking, it's a harshness, brother. It's a harshness. Um, so basically, uh, I guess apologies to the bald badger who wanted some funny heckling stories. And uh, surprise, surprise, Rom and Tom have talked about dark mental health issues again. Uh, so all good. Hope that was the series of sparkling stories that you were hoping for, bald badger. Uh, okay, Tom. Could you uh, listen? First of all, are you feeling? Uh, yeah, I you feel feeling good. okay I feel, to give this? I feel good. Okay, I feel great, good. great, great, yeah, great. Yeah. Sorry, guys, about last week. No, do you have to apologise? It gave us a really great moment that I think people will talk about for for many years to come. <laughs> uh, so, Tom, could you uh, do us the honour uh, once again of closing out the show? Thank you. Yo, hey, friend, how you doing? Can you smile for me? <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's right. I want you. <laughs> I want you to do something for me. Just stop whatever you're doing. Stop for a second. And imagine, if you will, a ghostly figure in front of you that is a little bit like Santa Claus or Gandalf or any of the other old people with big beards that we have in modern uh, sort of folklore. He's covered in watches. This is old Mr. Father Time. <laughs> Nod to him. Because he's got something to say to you. Look at your watch, your phone, or wherever you get your briefing of your time of the day. Even look at a watch just on a wall somewhere. I want you to just stop for a second. Because that hands are twitching, brother, sister, friend. I want you to go, yo, if I flip back, which I can never do, that's just the past. And I can't really do anything about the past. And if you flip forward, that's just the future. And shit's going to go down that I won't always have any control of. What old Mr. Father time saying to you is, look at that second, that second hand. Or even the minute, because sometimes you haven't got second hands on digital watches, right? And just let out a breath and enjoy it. Because you're living, you're dreaming, and you're you. Living the now is what I'm saying. Because, yo, we got it. Thank you, brother. That was Thank great. You. That was great. Thank that you. Great. Thank you. Yeah, it feels good to be so back. I guess the message from that is look at the old wall watch. Yeah. And Just live in the now. How much time? Yo. Yeah. Because you know what? If you're in a car and you're whizzing somewhere or you're reversing, you know, sometimes just put on the brakes and just go, not on a motorway or shit, but just go, wow. Just good to be alive. Isn't it just? Um, guys, uh, next week sees. Uh, the Wolf and Al on the road. Look forward to seeing some of you. Boom, although, boom, 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 boom. In fact, uh, when this goes out, we'll be doing Saffron Walden tonight. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> look how serious you were. You look like you like a general in the army. You went. When this goes out, we will be doing Saffron Walden. <laughs> we'll be in Soho Monday, Saffron Walden Wednesday, and by Thursday, we should be at the doors of Hackney Empire. <laughs> Gandalf plead by Ramesh Ranganathan. Thou shalt not pass. Um, yo, enjoy it. We shall sit upon chairs and improvise comedy chat um, for the delectation of the masses. Sorry, go on. The, uh, also, the, should, we should say there's a new merch store launching Let's on, not talk about this. on Thursday. Not talk about this. Anyone who's had Let's problems with... Right, basically, we have to we have to say, 
me and Robert, this merch thing has become an absolute pain in the dick. Clusterfuck. It's absolute literally clusterfuck. probably the li- the worst thing we've ever done. So I have to apologise for yeah. everyone who's not got stuff. We both apologise. It's, yeah. it's like, I'm literally at the moment going through a whole thing. New father, other stuff going on, which is very, very hard. Romish is away on tour, so poor Lisa's bringing up three children. It, we, we've bitten off more than we could chew. And from the bottom yeah, of our that, hearts, that, 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 yeah, we have to apologise. We aren't good enough. We can't, we, we can no. just about get together to do this fucking podcast once a week, yeah, let yeah, alone try and really run uh, a, a fucking merch store. There's a company yeah. taking over. Everything's going to be sorted. If you haven't got your stuff, it shall, sh- shall be with you. It will be on its way now. It will be on, like, it's on its what way we'll, What we'll do is we'll look towards the people that haven't, who, who've had to wait. Uh, we'll go through those and... We'll, we'll we'll make it up to you one way or another, whether that's a ticket to a live show or you know something or other. We can only apologise. Um, yeah, sometimes you run, sometimes you pitch, sometimes you just fuck up sometimes and the ball goes fall. over your head and you you yeah. get counted out. And on this one, we've been counted out. So, yeah, you know, several times over. Yeah. So love, love, love. It's nothing but love. Um, but there will be a new merch store run by people who actually know how to run a successful <laughs> merchandising. Avenue. Yo. Bye-bye. Take care. Peace out. One love. Bang, bang, bang. I love it. If you have a problem, opinion, feedback, or anything at all, please email us at wolfalpod at gmail.com. That's wolfalpod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you.